Welcome to North Dakota Legislative Review. I'm Matt O'Lean sitting in for Dave Thompson this week, and my guest is Representative Jeremy Olson, Republican from Arnegard. Thanks, Jeremy, for joining us. Pleasure to be here, and um, very honored to be asked as a freshman to join you. Yeah, thanks for being here. This should be a great conversation. First off, I'd just like to ask your background and where you're from originally and kind of what your regular career was or is outside of the, outside of the state legislature. Well, you know, um, I grew up in Western North Dakota, Watford City, Arnegard area, our family uh, uh, farms in that area. Um, grew up, graduated from Watford City. Um, I was very fortunate. I got an appointment to attend West Point to become oh, wow. a, uh, an Army officer. So I was able to serve my, serve my country as an Army officer for several years. And eventually got out and, uh, you know, different jobs throughout the years. Uh, eventually, you know, as my dad says, the prodigal son finally made his way back. <laughs> back in 2011, we made our way back to northwestern North Dakota with the energy boom. And it was great because a lot of, a lot of people I graduated high school with ended up leaving the state. But then uh, the, uh, the energy boom brought us back. You know, had good jobs, good paying jobs, good opportunities, good place to raise our children. Mm -hmm. And that uh, allowed us to uh, come back here. And I've been working in the energy industry ever since um, coming back. Where'd you serve in the Army? I served uh, initially in uh, Fort Riley, Kansas, Fort Leonard, Missouri. I deployed over to Kosovo in uh, 1999 and 2000, mm -hmm. and then uh, ended up leaving a medical discharge in the uh, end of 2002. So you're a freshman yes. legislator. Give me your perspective on how it's been, learning learning curves, that kind of thing. Well, the learning curve is really high, I guess. Yeah. but. Uh, I got to say, I've been very fortunate. We've had a lot of uh, good mentors, good mentorship, even before the elections happened. Uh, uh, we had the Rich Wardners, the uh, uh, the Mike LaFours, you know, you know, putting on uh, education stuff for us, you know, in the summer and the fall leading up to it. So, yes, there's a lot of information, a lot to take in. But uh, by the time we got in in uh, in December. It wasn't new. It was a lot, but it, but it's it's it was a review of stuff that they had to help pre prepare us for uh, before because we had such a large freshman group. Mm -hmm. It's not you can't go business as usual. You had to, you have to develop a good uh, uh, mentorship, a good training program, and I was uh, linked up with a great uh, mentor, uh, Representative Pyle, and mm -hmm. uh, I've been very fortunate. So what what are the days like for you? What's a typical Jeremy Olson day? Well. Um, Get up, uh, try to do some exercise with uh, one of my uh, colleagues. Uh, he uh, he's one of those guys that if I don't show up in the gym, he, I'm going to hear about it. So it's a it's a good uh, good accountability partner there. And then uh, get in uh, usually you know get in early and uh, committee meetings, um, going through a lot of different uh, whether it's A or B committee, going through a lot of uh, information, uh, and then the hearings. And now that we're had crossover, it's it's a little bit of a different pace. It's kind of a it's kind of a hurry up and wait, and then really work hard, really quick uh, uh, when you're on committees. Uh, so that's that's a different. Uh, it, the last couple of weeks have been very uh, has been a very different uh, pace than the uh, mm -hmm. the first uh, you know six or so days. Because we're nearing the end. Because we're nearing right. the end. Yeah. Right. You represent Western North Dakota. What are some key issues that you've addressed or want to see addressed or maybe mm -hmm. even still need to get to addressed for your section of the state? So um, fortunately I was able to get into two great committees that uh, that are beneficial for Western North Dakota, Energy and Natural Resources and Finance and Tax. And in both committees we have a lot of uh, 
uh, went through a lot of bills that uh, had a, had some very positive impacts on the on the western counties and energy and energy country. Um, uh, as the Bakken um, matures, as as it's been there, you know, we've been in it for greater than ten years now. Um, we're entering a different phase, and it's not the it's not the rush. It's not the boom it used to be, but we're still growing. But we and but we still need to sustain growth. But now we're competing with Texas and we're competing mm -hmm. with uh, New Mexico for resources uh, for investment dollars. So the uh, some of the the bills that came through uh, helped to attract uh, are meant to help attract business, help to attract capital investment into Western. Uh, North Dakota for the energy, and those are the bills that I I, I put a lot of energy in, um, not just to help bring in um, uh, investment and into the drilling and, and the completions and the production, but uh, the bills that I you know been focused on are things that we're not going to see the benefit for maybe 10, 15 years from now. Um, as again, as the as the Bakken ages, we're going to go from a primary recovery to a secondary recovery. And there's a lot more oil in there that we're just not able to get with today's technology. Okay. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to go to a different phase of of uh, of, of recycling of uh, of, um, of a secondary recovery capture right, right. uh, either through carbon, uh, natural gas or other means of of, uh, of doing that. So putting the policies in place now to uh, allow the infrastructure to be placed over the next decade or so. Um, it's very, it's very um, far-reaching. It's very mm -hmm. uh, forward-looking, but it's stuff that, you know, when do you plant a tree? When's the best time to plant a tree? Twenty years ago. When's the second best time to do it today? Mm -hmm. So we're thinking things that, yeah, that we need to do 15, 20 years from now. We're planting the, we're planting the tree, the seedling right now. And what are a couple of these very specific bills that do attract? Do you think will attract people? Are they, in, are they taxation, or how do they, how do you, oh. how, what, are the, what are the specifics of those bills that would, would attract? Or address these issues. Uh, one of the bills, uh, it will uh, give a, uh, a tax break for uh, for reef stimulation. So you have seen some of these older wells that are just not, you know, as the as the, as a well ages, its uh, production declines, and there's a point where you can do a restimulation or a refracture and bring and uh, and bring more life into it, bring more production to it. Uh, one of the bills would allow a uh, a tax a tax break uh, for uh, the production um, for that new production that's brought on. It, basically, it's incentivizing a company to go in and restimulate a well and bring more production. They'll they'll basically give you some a break on some of that new production up to up to a certain amount of time, up to a certain amount um, number of barrels. Again, it's a win-win, but it gives uh, uh, gives oil and gas companies a a, a uh, incentive to do that. Other ones are. Um, uh, helping to get a more um, consistency on their extraction taxes and royalty taxes, uh, uh, they took off. We took off the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the the one percent uh, mm -hmm. uh, pop that came up this summer. Okay. Uh, that I believe was a factor in and not. And us not being able to recover as, as quickly as we could have, because that was a, a large uh, increase of, of taxes from the energy producers' perspective, and that money could have been uh, reinvested. So, uh, we, we we're very blessed. We make a lot of money uh, through the through the energy industry. Our state does, and uh, we're giving 
we're giving um, tax uh, breaks, tax benefits to a lot of our citizens, and but we all, we also want to make sure that we're taking care of the people that are feeding us, the right. uh, energy companies. Mm -hmm. Finance and Taxation Committee. What what is what have you done on that committee? And tell us some key bills that have come out of that committee or still need to come through. Um, I I think that's one of the be best committees there is. Uh, chairman Headland is is a phenomenal chairman, a great leader, and a great mentor. Um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the bills that are going through are geared at. Um, let me rephrase this. Go ahead. When you have uh, an excess of revenue, like we do, Which we do. Right. It's a blessing, but it's also a challenge. <laughs> and the challenge, wants the challenge right? is exactly <laughs> when someone, you know, when you have a lot of excess, there are a lot of groups that want to have uh, a, a tax break. A lot of special interests that want to um, have a, have a tax break for their for their particular interests, and you know, a lot of them are, have very a lot of them are very good. A lot of them have very good cases to make with it, but when you do that, you're, uh, when you nickel and dime, you're taking away the the total amount that's available to give a a tax break to the uh, to the largest group of people. So we, uh, so part of the challenge is is it's it's easy to say yes, but it's hard to say no. Uh, with the overall goal of have of wanting to get the most uh, tax relief to the most people. Um, it's been it's uh, the challenge has been wading through a lot of these um, uh, uh, special interest requests, and uh, big focus has been on, uh, on tax relief, whether it be income tax, property, property. tax, or, or or a combination. And uh, at this point in the uh, conference committees, it's gonna, it's probably going to end up being some sort of a combination. I believe that the the best uh, the best way to uh, give a tax break is not to take it in the first place. Um, other types of taxes are going to be redistributing it from another source, but uh, like I said, it's going to be some sort of a combination in the end. But we will see. There will be some some form of tax relief, property income, other things. Yeah, probably. I mean, still looking in the crystal ball, but yeah, it'll probably be some uh, combination of uh, of uh, income tax relief, uh, uh, pr uh, property tax buy down, mill buy down, of some sort and probably some sort of a homestead credit. Mm -hmm. So probably, those seem to be the three tiers that's kind of uh, uh, making its way through the conference. What's a homestead credit for the layperson? Uh, so a homestead credit is base, basically uh, where you live, if you're at a, uh, and the way we're doing a, a, a based on age, uh, you would get a, a tax credit on the property that you reside in, your, your main residence. Okay. Here's a question I have, and I've heard People chit chat about this. Uh, if the state has this much money, what would what would be the opposition to providing like a tax rebate or everybody getting a check for a thousand dollars or something like that? Has that been kicked around? And uh, it sounds like you're probably not in favor of that, and the legislature is not going to do that. But I'm just at, throwing that out there. What would be the opposition or problem with that? I think it's trying to figure out the best. Uh, mm -hmm. The way that you, the way you get the most uh, the most effect for the most people, um, having a tax break or a tax incentive like that, uh, for some people that don't won't have an income tax, you may it may it might not mean anything because you're you're taking a tax break of a, of a of someone who doesn't have an income tax to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, you know there there's there's certainly uh, there's certainly arguments for it, yeah. um, but like I said, it's when you're trying to. Uh, 
when you're when you're trying to cut the pie, there's you know only um, you cut if you cut the pieces too small, then the, those pieces are become less and less significant. So, what are those hearings like, Jeremy? When people come before the hearings, you know, if, if a lot of people lobbying for tax breaks, lobbying yeah. for this or that. Tell me about those, and uh, those must be pretty interesting and to wade through yeah. at all. Yeah, they're very interesting, and, and a lot of times they're they're quite emotional. Um, mm -hmm. When you get uh, certain, like I said, you get certain uh, special interest groups, and they have very good points. They have very good uh, uh, stories to bring, and uh, and some of them, and some of them we agreed with. You know, hey, these are you know these are things that are going to help. Uh, this will help attract uh, uh, bioscience in North Dakota. You know, this this is where this will this will bring business in. This will bring workers in. You know, those are things that that are going to help. Other ones. Uh, while they are, while they are, they're they're good. They're not. Uh, they don't. They don't do a lot for the most amount of people. So those are the ones that we have to. We have to be very. Uh, we have to be very cautious of. You know, like I said, it's when you have a lot of money. It's it's easy. It's it's hard to say no when you have a lot of money. But at the same time, you got to realize that you got you still got to we got we still got to live within a budget we still got with with within our means uh what's the western area water supply i know that's something that you work with and near and dear to your heart yes um the western area water supply uh, came about in early uh, you know in early 2010s uh, part of the part of the boom you know we you know we were an area with uh farms and ranches and and not a lot else uh, everybody was on their own wells and stuff like that then all of a sudden you get this huge influx of people industry uh, commercial uh, oil and gas and the biggest thing one of the biggest resources that need is water so uh, putting the western area water supply in was was a very uh, monumental task that had to happen in a, in a short amount of time and so what happened is uh, I believe back in the 2011 session uh, it was created and the infrastructure was able to go get you know get funded to uh, lay the pipes, get the water, uh, get get the infrastructure going, and uh, it's been it's been it's been going ever since. So it's 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 been a project that has been absolutely needed. There would be no the Bakken would not look like it is mm -hmm. today without that. Uh, but at the same time, it's 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 something that took a lot of money to do because we needed it fast, and we're at the point now where it's it's struggling financially, and yeah. we're trying to. Uh, we're trying to get it on par with different area water supplies in the state to get the right uh, cost share with the state in it, and that's the that's what we're trying to do with the uh, with the Western Area Water Supply now. And will that be taken care of in these last couple weeks of the session? Hopefully, yeah. That absolutely should. Yes, I believe I, we're working on it now. I just came from a, from a meeting on that, and we're we're trying to uh, work out the details on that uh, for the financing of that. Uh, hopefully, it'll come to a. a, a Good conclusion that early next week. Workforce development that was a big hot topic at the start of this session. Uh, you know, I live in Fargo, and there are restaurants that close every week. Mm -hmm. uh, Taco Bell, whatever. If they don't have enough workers, that's the kind of this holdover from COVID mm -hmm. is is shortage of workers and things like that, and getting workers to the state. What has been done, if anything, for workforce development that you think can help with some of these issues? Workforce development is, is huge. Whether you are and and I would also add into it child care because yeah, I think they're I think one. they're very uh, they're very closely related and very interrelated. Um, having the ability to have child care 
will allow more workforce. Uh, but the workforce development is, is, is huge. Um, having different programs, uh, trying to recruit, retain, and, uh, and uh, in different areas, uh, grow our own. Uh, such in, in Watford City, there's uh, different programs uh, to have trade schools, have trade uh, associations, even within the high school part, trying to, trying to get um, young you know, high schoolers, uh, young adults into different tr uh, trades uh, early on to keep them in to keep them in our area to keep them working right versus moving out of state like I did mm -hmm. um, recruiting from out of states and we're also uh, you might have heard the lieutenant governor's San, uh, former lieutenant governor Sanford um, he's in charge of a uh, of a task force now trying to recruit uh, foreign um, skilled right, workers, right. Uh, particularly from the Ukraine, uh, to help in the uh, oil and gas industry. Um, we have to, we can't look in a look outside the state. Yeah, Absolutely. We right. have uh, tens of thousands of open jobs and uh, we got we to gotta be creative in how we, on how we fill them. It's, um, we would have more drilling rigs right now if we had more workers. We'd have more frat crews if we had more workers. The uh, the choke point is that is is workers is workforce, mm -hmm. and the childcare conundrum has mm -hmm. what's been done about that, or is something going to be done about that, or is, is is it kind of up to local entities to handle that themselves? And tell me about that. Yeah, childcare is whether you're a Democrat, whether a Republican, right. whether you're a big city or small <laughs> town, uh, childcare is a, is absolutely an area that is that is crossing all lines. It's important to. Um, every facet of business, and like I said, workforce development is a huge part of it. If you have a uh, a parent that has to stay home with a child, you're taking a potential worker out of the, out of the workforce. If uh, if that ch child has a childcare option, you know that other parent has has the opportunity if they want to uh, uh, to go into the workforce. So they're they're quite interrelated. Um, I believe you know a lot of it has to be. I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all. I don't think there's a cookie cutter. I think the the private-public partnerships work very well, uh, helping to fund, you know, state helping to fund local groups or local entities to do uh, to uh, figure out their own ways of doing it. Uh, for example, uh, Wolf Pup Daycare in Watford City. I've had I've had representatives from you know the eastern side of the state use that as a kind of a an example of how it was done right of uh, public-private partnerships and, and putting some of like that together. So I think the locals, uh, the county, the city, uh, have the best ideas because they know they know their areas. Uh, what they'll need help with is is uh, the funding on some of that. So uh, having that, having uh, having the funds, but let, but letting the locals uh, uh, figure out how to mm -hmm. how to do it is is probably the best way. Term limits. So the voters voted for term limits. Yes. But it looks like the legislature isn't in agreement with that. How did you vote on that, and how do you tell someone who who voted for term limits mm. that the legislature is not going to go along with that? It looks like. Well, the uh, the term limits uh, bill uh, ended up failing uh, yeah. in the Senate. Right. Um, what it, the bill that went through the House mm -hmm. uh, basically extended 12 years, but it also included uh, different uh, executive staffs, okay. um, executive uh, positions in the state. I voted for it, I and I thought it would be good uh, to bring that to uh, you know bring that to the uh, it's kind of a compromise kind of a, is what you voted a compromise. Yeah, yeah I think I think so. Um, but you know, my thoughts is 
I've got, you know, for me, I only have six years in the house because I'm, I'm, I'm doing an un, unexpired two-year term, mm -hmm. but uh, potentially. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, do you like the do you like the set you're going to run again? I assume. I like it. Okay, I like what, I like what okay. I'm doing. I really do. I am having fun. But finish up your term limit thought but, too. Sorry but yes, to with you. the term limits, um, the challenge is we meet up to 80 days, two times a year. There's not a whole lot of time to build experience. Um, you've got some people that have been in there for quite a while. You know, it takes three or four terms from I'm hearing to get competent, to get good at a, at, a, at a subject matter, to be in a position where you, you could become a, a chair or a vice chair or be in a good leadership position, having a, having a good, uh, having built up a lot of tribal knowledge. Um, if you're only gonna be there a total of four sessions, you know, by the time you're getting that knowledge, you're out. Um, so, you know, one thing's gonna have to happen pretty quickly, you're gonna have to start growing your, your leadership really, really early. But uh, the way I see it is, you know, I was fortunate. I got a lot of uh, mentorship. I got a lot of uh, uh, guidance uh, before I started and when I'm here. Who's going to be the old man on the mountain when the most uh, ex experienced person has only been there, you know, uh, four, you know th three or four terms already, uh, three or four sessions? So you're going to lose a lot. You're going to lose a lot of uh, knowledge. And I... I think it, it, it creates opportunities for uh, less control in the legislature and more control, um, maybe with the bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. So that 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 could be a, that could be a challenge in the future. Not having a, a background knowledge of how, right. how the how it works. Got about four minutes left in the show here. Governor Burgum has started to veto some bills. Some have been overridden. Mm -hmm. uh, some have not. Uh, what are your thoughts on a couple of these, like the 80 mile per hour? bill, the pronoun bill, the so-called pronoun bill in school, and then also the ranked choice voting, which affects Fargo, which could be headed toward a court challenge, I mm -hmm. think. Just some thoughts on those and how you voted. Well, the uh, the function of the governor, that is one of the functions mm -hmm. of the government is, is he has the opportunity to veto. Uh, Government is not meant to be efficient. It's meant to it's meant to be slow. It's meant to be very inefficient, and that's a good thing, because imagine if you had one side, one uh, one group that could go through and make so many changes so fast. You know what would we have? Um, having things move slow is usually a good thing. Uh, regarding the vetoes, um, I wasn't present for the pronoun one, so I, did, I wasn't able to uh, I wasn't able to vote on okay. that one. I was out. Uh, the eighty mile an hour bill. I, I voted. Uh, I voted uh, that way too. Um, for, for the bill. For the bill. Okay. Um, and then I did the rank choice. I, the rank choice for Fargo. voting. Yeah. I voted to override. I voted on the override as well as that one. Okay. Um, there's, you know, there are some things that okay. There's some things in our, our wheelhouse that I think that was, you know, probably, you know, best left the legislature, and the other ones I could see where the the governor might have. Uh, have his uh, have his have his priorities, but mm -hmm. again, that's where it comes back to us to override. You know, that's that's just the way that our our uh, our constitution is is you know, action and reaction. It's right. it's a large chess game. Devil's advocate advocate question as we wrap up and get close here. Um, you know, not everybody is in favor or or wild about everything that happens in the legislature. As you know, there's been some editorials written about that the legislature isn't forward-thinking, is anti-LGBT rights, things like this. Well, how do you react to that or things like that? 
honestly, I, I didn't come to Bismarck for that. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a nuts and bolts guy. I, that's why I'm on finance and tax. That's why I'm on energy and natural resources. I'm looking at the mechanics. I'm looking at, you know, how are we going to fund our government? How are we, how are we going to make sure Western North Dakota is, ta is taken care of? Um, social issues, yeah, you know, they're, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Republican, I'm, I'm very conservative, um, but I think some of these issues tend to be a distraction in the, in the larger picture of trying to run a state government. And uh, they, take a lot, they take a lot of time, they take a lot of energy. And um, while, while some of them are, uh, you know, some of them are needed, you know, some of them are, are, are uh, I believe, can be distractions. About a minute and a half left. What are the key things you need to see get done here in the last couple of weeks on your committees? Um, biggest thing is going to be what's the tax uh, the tax breaks going to look like? You know, you know what's the final version of that? Uh, for me and for my area, Western Area Water Supply, mm -hmm. and then um, those are those are the two big ones. And then um, not so much in my committee, but the the the, the purge retirement. How is that gonna How is that gonna settle out? Because that's gonna affect a lot of people in a lot of different ways, um, and that's those are you know that we're it's coming. It's gonna come down to just the last few big items, uh, and that's just where the negotiations and the and the uh, and the conference committees and the and the leadership meetings are gonna happen, and all those things those. Uh, Details are getting hammered out. And you're involved in some of these conference committees? Uh, I'm involved in the Western Area Water well, okay, Supply that one. one. Okay. That's the only one I'm involved with as far as the, the big ones, you know, near and dear to my heart. Yep. The other ones, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's higher math. That's uh, stuff for the, uh, the higher leaders. To, <laughs> they're, they're hammering those out. Last question, about 30 seconds left. Dave always asks this of every guest he has. When do you think this is going to end. I have What's no the idea. final day? April twenty-something. No hopefully, uh, hopefully <laughs> the end, hopefully the last week of April, because okay. uh, the first week of May I have to head head down to my daughter's uh, okay. college graduation. So hopefully it gets done before that. Okay, Jeremy Olson, thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Jeremy Olson, Republican representative from Arnagard, North Dakota. I'm Matt O'Lean for North Dakota Legislator Review. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.